1: Hey there! Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. Good, we're so dreamy on this camera. But look, it says actual recording is in higher quality. We had to switch to my computer. Your camera wasn't working. Yeah. Your built-in <laughs> camera that works every time. Like it's working in Zoom, it's working in general, but it's not working for Riverside. Yeah. Which is annoying. So, I feel like you're I don't know. Taken over? Taking up so much space. <gasps> I'm kidding. I never want to take up space. I know that you have to unpack that with your therapist. I know. Is your phone dying again? Yeah, that's standard procedure for a recording. We gotta start recording at four in the afternoon. <laughs> you have a hair on your face that if I don't move, I'm just gonna stare at it this whole time. Did you get it? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um hello everybody. <sighs> it's raining here. It's so nice. I know. I just hope let's be quiet for one second. Can you hear it? I hope you can. (laughs) I saw TikTok today. It's one of the ones I sent you that we'll watch later in bed. Oh, yeah. That's our thing. But it's this girl, her deaf sister goes around the house and guesses what things sounds like. Like, she has no idea, like, what a toilet flushing sounds like. Mm -hmm. And it's it's funny. really good. I think that would be really funny. Yeah. Well, you're (laughs) going to
0: find out soon.
1: (laughs) So I can't believe. I don't know if we're only at episode 14 or already at episode 14. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. This five and a half years is going to fly by. <laughs> like, <sighs> I know. Well, you're done school. Yeah. Summer's coming to an end. Yeah. The kids go back to school next week, Monday. Yeah. Today's a Thursday. Thursday. That, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, but know. in real life, it's Tuesday. I was like, it's Thursday. <laughs> then I just had this whole conversation in my head for the last 30 seconds about... How we didn't order that door. <laughs> yes. We got to find a sliding glass door and I'm going to install it. And you know what? I'm going to record myself doing it, making a like how-to video, just like the two ladies I watched on YouTube. That's how I learned. That's great. Yeah. But you got to put it on TikTok. Yeah, that's true. I do. I'm gonna make a TikTok of you installing our new patio door. Yeah, I guess what I am not a professional door installer. So all the robbers can take note of how Yeah, how to bust our it down. weak points. <laughs> yeah, all the weak points. I know, it was like I installed a new sink when we moved in and I was just like I'm not a plumber. I know, but you did so good. I, I can't know. do things like that. Yeah, you can. I can't even read instructions. Like I think that's an ADHD thing. Yeah, like there was no instructions. It came with the sink. That's true. <laughs> I just winged it. Yeah. And, like, there's no instructions that come with this sliding door. I just watch two YouTube videos and think I'm a pro, which is my first problem. Yeah. Well, we were almost convinced by this nice man down the street, whose name is probably Terry, Yeah. that we should the... install our own vinyl fence. Like, I still think we could. I just... I don't know. Yeah. I'm just worried that, like... How much will it cost to fix what we've done poorly? I mean, I could drop the sliding glass door and we have to buy a whole brand new one. I am very aware of this. (laughs) So, no, I think we could do the vinyl fence. We just need somebody to do the posts. If somebody can do the posts for us, because then, well, you said that you thought you could do the posts. I know. I watched a video on how to use an auger. (laughs) Is that what it's called? A post hole digger? That's what it's called. Like, I talked myself out of the post because I was like, those are the things that need to be proper. And then the rest of it's just like Lego. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe we need to start another podcast called Lindsay and Carling Learn Things. Yeah. Fix this house. Things we're not, but are going to do anyway. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. It's a working title. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Episode 14, titled Seven is Enough. (laughs) Like... Not for Annie and Eric. No. So it came out February 3rd, 1997. It's a good year. Eric's desire to adopt a young runaway may create a permanent rift with his own father. Yeah, that's a weird synopsis. Because, like, it should have said, Eric's mom and dad come for a visit, for their annual visit, Uh and stress abound. Yeah, like I think that in episode one or two, I decided to like read the synopsis from IMDb or something like that. Yeah, and it was too long. And it was too long and not super accurate. But like, this is, these ones on Apple are very vague. They're only like one sentence. Yeah. But I'm going to start writing my own synopses. Yeah, you should. That's literally what this podcast is. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> but it's kind of a, wacky episode I think. It is wacky. So it starts they're all at the airport waiting yeah. for the colonel and grandma Ruth. Yeah. Um, I just wrote awkward airport pickup. Yeah. Colonel Candy. <laughs> I wrote grandma Ruth Burberry. <laughs> 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 like how much do you think that Burberry Sweater was worth in 1997 at least 875 dollars. Probably, I googled how much. Or I, go, I was like, is that a Burberry? And so I googled it, and then now I'm curious. It look how much it is today. 880 for a cashmere beige Burberry th- throw shawl shawl wrap. Yeah, I don't get it. Look at this. The shirt. The men's shirt. Eight hundred and thirty bucks. Yeah, like, I just. Oh, that's cute. The one with the just the Burberry collar. That's yeah, like eight hundred and forty. Black... Sure. So like, listen, can... we're replacing sliding doors, building our own fence. We've yeah. got money. Yeah, you can wear it at our wedding. <laughs> yeah. Look at this androgynous person wearing it. Yeah, yeah. it looks really good.
0: <laughs> anyway, um,
1: <it's... laughs> it was to show that they're wealthy. They're wealthy, and Ruthie, the kid Ruthie, is like. Why do we call him Colonel when he's our grandpa? Yeah, because he was in the Marine Corps. Yeah. The whole opening epi- er, int- like scene is them waiting at the airport and the kid, every stress, everybody's like anxious and stressed and waiting for them to arrive. And they're asking questions, which really sets the scene for like what we're about to expect. Yeah. They, um, so nobody, I just wrote, no one likes the grandparents or their candy. <laughs> Everyone is awkward. (laughs) I know. That's such a funny little like side. Yeah. It looks. It's like neon pink and white. Like it looked like water taffy. That's what I was going to say. Salt water taffy. Salt water taffy. Yeah. Which I don't like. I hate it. So it makes my teeth feel like they're going to fall out. Yeah. And like the flavors are all wacky. It's Anyways. a wacky episode about wacky candy, <laughs> yeah, and wacky technology. So the kids—it's so funny because the kids are like, "Oh, they always bring that gross candy," and everyone's like, "Yeah, you just got to eat it because Grandma and Grandpa think you love it." Or yeah, you know. And then it cuts to the grandparents, and they're like, "Oh, did you bring that candy? I don't know, understand why they love it so much. It's so nasty." So like everyone hates the candy. Yeah, this is just like, like someone say something. This is comes down to like families who don't talk, and just do things. Because they think. (laughs) Anyways. Is your computer usually this loud? Like, sometimes. But I wonder if it's because Is this going to be fun? Are you going to hold the laptop the whole time? No. Can you try to, like, pop this plastic piece off? sure. Live on the air. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, Now what's the plan? Oh, see, it's got vents, but Okay. Okay, we'll take that off i yeah, I just don't want your computer to No, it's always run away. loud. No, it's loud. I hope we can't hear that, but maybe mm-hmm. you can. That's okay. It's the rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So also I looked up who oh, I was so not prepared. I'm so sorry. No. Well, one of our problems is we watched it yesterday. Yeah. And then I was so tired by the time we got everything done that I was like, why don't we record tomorrow? That's true. Okay. The grandpa was played by Peter Graves and he was in the original Mission Impossible back in 1966. I knew I recognized him. (laughs) (laughs) But he was also in um, Airplane.
0: Like Is that, that com- a funny? Yeah,
1: the comedy one. Yes. Yeah. Well, he reminded me of the guy from Naked Gun. Yeah, but he's in that movie with the guy from Naked Gun. Okay. Um. Oh, man. He's got a, he's got like a female name. Doesn't he? Can I say it? Careful. <laughs> like Leslie? Leslie, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I'm drawing such a blank. Leslie Nielsen? i think so i think that's the only famous man leslie i know (laughs) i'm so bad at remembering actors names singers names yeah that's okay leslie unless it's sierra what did i tell you yesterday every time i hear the word nielsen you're right (gasps) my god he's canadian i think i knew that actually oh he's dead too oh no he died in 2010 Less unexpected. He was very old. No, I know. I just, I'm surprised. Yeah. Okay. And then the grandma is played by um, Barbara Rush. Yeah. She looks like a Barbara. Yeah. She was in. Babra. Bab. Babs. She. <laughs> Don't call my mom Babs. She doesn't like it. <laughs> Noted. Um, she was in 38 episodes of All My Children between uh-huh. 1970 and 2011. <laughs> but then, yeah, both of them just did a whole bunch of like movies, and they were like listed as um like special guest stars, so yeah I don't they're know. they're very attractive, like they're yeah, put together, yeah anyway, we find out right away, it's obvious Eric does not have a great relationship with them, but then somebody makes an off the cuff comment that like, well, they love Mary and Annie, yeah, I wrote that grandparents only like Annie and Mary. And I was like, "Oh, okay." And they do kind of have a few little, yeah. There's like, we'll play a clip in a bit, but there's a whole thing where they forget Lucy's name, yeah, and but then rave about Annie and oh. and Mary. Um, like we could put it right now. Yeah, we should because it's the next. My next sentence is oh. the Colonel doesn't remember Lucy's name. What does everyone think? Of... Oh, where did all my notes just go? Oh, I found it. <laughs> what does everyone think about us adding clips? What do we think about this? I haven't listened to our last episode where we added the clips, so I don't know. Do you gotta turn it way up? What's her name? Lucy.
0: Lucy, yes. You know, she talks more than Eric does. I cannot believe that she went on and on about her knucklehead boyfriend the entire way from the airport. If I get cornered like that again, I am going to swallow a rock eye, and eye on the and throw myself out a window. They should push the envelope. <laughs> wow, well, we're lucky to have Annie and Mary. Yeah, you know, our Mary has got enough salt to make jerky.
1: That Annie, she's always been doer. She's not afraid to get her hands dirty. Oh, my God. <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. And so this also, this Cleo playing this clip reminded oh. me that every, so they really hammer home that he was in the Korean War. Oh, yeah. The in Co- the Korean. The Korean War in yeah. the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. And... They every time he mentions something about being in the war or the whatever or something, they play like war memorial music? war music in the background. Like a, like a horn. Yeah. As he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yes. Uh, well, how do I get my phone to stop turning off? That's the most think annoying it's part. I just in the settings. But... <laughs> so I love when everybody shows up. So the other kind, there's a lot of like little themes through this episode Mm -hmm. that are just like on the outskirts of the main themes. So the other main theme or the other little side thing is their high-tech clapper system. So when they're all getting into the house, Annie like claps her hands to be like, we're home. An an expression. Yeah, and all this like blaring. music starts blaring. And she's like, oh, I'm just rewiring the home. Do you remember? Clap on. Clap Clap off. off. The clapper. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And it was always old people sitting in bed. Yeah, it was those two old people. They looked like the grandparents from Willy Wonka. Except there's only two of them. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like struggling. Man, infomercials were the best when they were like, do you ever struggle with cutting cheese? And then it was like Slap Chop or like the Snuggie. I... What was who was the guy that did the slap chop? He, it was problem. He was problematic. Yeah, didn't he die? I think he or might have he like, get... overdosed or he went into jail or. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, the clapper was, but there was just a few scenes where like they, they would just use it and yeah. it would either not work the way they wanted it or it was funny anyway. Yeah, um, I did not like when they were all in the front and they brought in the luggage and. Um, Annie was like, oh, like, I could show you to your room and you could have a rest and unpack. And they're like, we can find our own way up. And I don't know what's going on. But then Eric just whispers to Annie, I'm losing it. Yeah, I'm losing it. And then she sort of, like, whisks them away. Yeah. Like, nothing... pull yourself together. First of all, nothing's happened. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that, like. I don't want to, like, victim blame. Yeah, We don't. But, like. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Eric. I just didn't yeah, I didn't like it. No. I don't like him. So. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so the kids are hiding in the garage. Oh yeah. And Matt starts going, he's he's telling them how to handle the grandparents. How to survive the next week. But the way that he's saying it is like 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 a military like regiment. Yeah. Speech. Don't make eye contact. They can smell fear, and they play the like der, 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 music in the background. Yeah, <laughs> more of a burp, burp, burp. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> um. So, what is this? Kids are not done. I don't know why I said that. Kids are not Kids done. Kids are not done. But. The parents, or sorry, the grandparents go through and list off everything that's, like, bad about each kid. Oh, it's like, well, they're not done growing up yet. Oh, yeah. We, the kids you know, aren't done growing up yet. Or are a good influence on them. That's what it was. And so Matt's a rebel. Lucy needs attention. And Simon and Ruthie are on the road to being spoiled rotten. I'm glad you said that, because all I wrote was Colonel prediction on the kids. Oh, you would have forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, they're just like bad mouthing Annie or not Annie, but Eric and like the kids personalities. Yeah. And they've been there 5 minutes. I know, and they only come once a year, yeah, which means they've seen Ruthie a total of 5 times. Yeah. And I just think like you don't even know these kids. Yeah. So there's a whole storyline, like sub storyline with Lucy who's like Trying to connect with the grandparents and get to know the grandparents, especially but, the grandma. Yeah, especially the grandma because she was so close to Annie's grandma or Annie's mom, and the she's other grandma, dead. dead. And so, they, yeah, I, the whole thing is that Lucy is annoying the grandparents. So yeah, all in she her does attempts, is talk. yeah, in her attempts to connect, she's being annoying. Yeah. Um. What does the grandma show her at the very? Oh, a love letter. Yeah, so Annie says, you know, Ruth, to the grandma, you know, Lucy's just really trying to connect with you because since my mom died, you're the only grandma she has. And then Ruth is like, oh, I carry this letter that your grandpa wrote me when he was in the Korean War. The very first love letter or something. Yeah. (laughs) So Annie is like... Hey, Colonel and Ruth, I'm going to go to the hardware store. Do you want to come? Like, is is she going to the hardware store to get things to fix the clapper? I, she's fix it, Annie. She knows she does it all. That's true. She's like Bob Eric's, the Builder. Yeah, but Annie. Eric's useless. So, yeah. But then I think it's like her way of getting them out of the house for Eric so he right. can, like, have some breathing room. Like, <sighs> even though he's going to be ending up at his yeah office yeah. in the next scene. But regardless... And so they're like, "Oh, that's great. Yeah, of course we'll come." And then the kids, and then Lucy's like, "I'll come too." And right. um Mary's like, "Oh, I'll come too." And then they try to back out. Yeah. But then they're forced to come to the hardware store. And the then the grandparents try yeah, to back out. Yeah, because they don't want to hang around with Lucy talking about Jimmy Moon. Yeah, that knucklehead. <laughs> um and then the other so then the other sub storyline is like, really a callback to hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil? Oh, mm,
0: something. Hear, see.
1: Yeah. The one where Matt and Annie get robbed. robbed. And so they're at the hardware store, and we meet hardware store widow Emma. Uh-huh. And she's got these rings around her neck, and they're Annie's rings that were stolen. Her wedding rings. So and she's got this, like, like. Annoying story that doesn't really make much sense about her husband could never afford to get her wedding rings and then he's dead now. So and so then son. the son could finally afford to get her rings. So he got her some rings and now she's wearing them around her neck. It's yeah, weird. It's weird. It's like they they wanted to have this callback, but it doesn't even re- like. It doesn't make sense. There's no real like climax to this. No, there's so. Storyline. No, like. I think, they get them back. Yeah, it's either Lucy or Mary. They're like that, mom. Don't those look like your rings? And then she's like, No, no, like they're not mine. They're not mine, even though she knows they're hers. Yeah. Eric then goes to the hardware store Talks at one point. To Widow Emma, she still won't give them up. And yeah. then Matt finally goes at the very end, like late at night as the store is closed, and she's coming out, and he's sort of like <laughs> waiting for her. Yeah, in the dark, and not unlike her son who robbed them. Mm-hmm and he tells this story about how he got robbed and how scared he was and da 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 da, da and he hasn't been right since which like okay i didn't yeah. know that i mean he was that one time he was frozen trying to drive right after it happened but <laughs> listen trauma looks different on everyone lindsay i know he went and to sometimes therapy. they're suffering in silence sorry and now he's probably triggered by all this clapping going on in the house. Yeah, it sounds like gun sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sub story concludes. They Andy get the gets, rings back. He gets her rings back. But I don't know if we'll see anything more about that. Um. So then we randomly end up in. It's like they needed. They had these loose storylines, and none of them were enough to make a complete episode. And so they were just, like, reaching into a pile, and they're like, okay, let's add one more. Let's add one more. Mm -hmm. So the colonel stops by the church to see Eric, and he has a cigar. And Eric is like, Dad, can you put out the cigar? And he's like, oh, God enjoys a good cigar every now and then. Mm -hmm. And then Eric says, okay, well, if God shows up and lights a cigar, then you can too. (laughs) And colonel yeah, puts it out. And he's, like, saying, you know, you need to buck up and be better for these kids and we saw the ring he's just like kind of giving eric a hard time yeah like he thinks eric's weak yeah he's not like this strong army military man that he raised did you write down anything about because he asks about aunt julie oh yeah how's your (laughs) sister anyway well she's an alcoholic dad and he's like oh that's weak yeah so strong people aren't alcoholics yeah you and your sister are just weak like imagine growing up in that household no she good thing she only drinks yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah so then he like throws out this he's like oh if you're so good how many people are in this room how many people are breathing (laughs) breathing in this room room? and then eric's like there's two of us and he's like ha ha he pulls back a bunch of Okay, well, now I'll play this clip. close Well, a bunch of, yeah, like what are those called? garb. I don't know. The choir boy outfits. Yeah. It's what they are.
0: Three. All right, oh, young fella. I think you've got some explaining to do.
1: What are you, a cop?
0: Well, I'm um, Colonel John Kent, United States Marine Corps. and This for is
1: Colonel th- the Kent. I'm Eric Camden, the
0: Reverend.
1: Nice to meet (laughs) you. I'm George. You were. I just laughed the same way while you were recording it. George the orphan. I'm George the orphan, (laughs) and he's this. I'm so. You guys really have to follow us on TikTok and Instagram because (laughs) we post these little clips of the show. So if you like, don't have reference for. Like a character or a scene, you gotta go check it out.
0: George the Orphan.
1: George the Orphan makes his appearance, and he's this, like, 10-year-old, dirty face, curly-hair... Runaway? Runaway orphan. orphan. <laughs> like, he's literally living... First of all, I don't even know that they have orphanages, like, like how I... they're talking, but... Like, I think they maybe used to? Yeah, in 1997, though? I don't know. I don't know. Um... Yeah, so they say that he ran away from the orphanage. He's legit. He ran away from the orphanage. Two weeks ago, he's been on the lam. Yeah, he's and he was in his, like, fourth home. Nobody wants him. It's hard to adopt out an older kid. But they came to the church on a field trip. Yeah. And he really saw that he liked (laughs) Eric. Okay, so he says... Like, I don't think he's Eric's type, but... No. (laughs) My God. But he... I know. We'll get into that later. He does say that he thought... He was hoping that Eric was going to be single. He didn't think that men of the cloth could get married. Yeah, so he wanted, like, (laughs) an only child situation. Which, like... Yeah. You don't want to be alone with Eric. I was just... It's like... Maybe because I've seen more recent shows like The Fosters or, you know, like, people on TikTok that talk about adoption reform and foster care. Mm -hmm. You can't just find a kid in a church yeah not like... make it bring them to your home it's like a puppy yeah make a call and be like yeah he can stay here for a few nights yeah like but he's Reverend er- Reverend Eric Camden yeah he like, can he's, but he's not a registered foster home no he's a registered pedophile <laughs> <laughs> zing ah so yeah they just call like ring ring hello orphanage we found george the orphan george the orphan we're gonna look after him for a few days okay thanks bye click yeah but he never changes his clothes he just has varying layers of plaid like disheveled
0: ripped shoulders plaid yeah
1: like if he's the same age and same size as simon could he not borrow a pair of pajamas simon hates his guts yeah but also yeah or, like give... doesn't the church have like a pile of clothes so poor george looks as dirty and disheveled the whole episode yeah like give the kid a warm bath yeah some porridge yeah <laughs> and he is just on the bottom bunk in simon and ruthie's room i don't know where ruthie ends up it, ruthie ends up sleeping on the couch with matt because right Eric and Annie are in Matt's double single, bed, like, single bed, single I don't bed, know. and then the grandparents are in Annie and Eric's room. Yeah. And so there's this whole thing where I thought the grandparents were going to do it. Yeah. Um but they don't. It's just like an innuendo. But then I also made a little comment here because then they flick to Annie and Eric and they are in Matt's bed. And Annie's like kissing Eric and he's like, No, we can't do it. My parents are right down the <laughs> hall. And I'm like, And you're in Matt's bed. Yeah. And you're in your kid's bed. Like, but then yeah. Annie's like, What are you, 12? Like, like, okay, first <laughs> she's, she's like shaving. This is very <laughs> problematic. <laughs> and he's like, When my parents are around, I am. Ugh. But also, I wanted to point out something I noticed is they, this is not the first time that there's been like, A hint that they might be doing it, but then for some reason not. So, like, there's... They've never actually had sex that we are aware of. They always, like, go to start or, like, they kiss and then they're like, oh, no, we can't. And it's always hard stop. Yeah. So, I don't know how they ended up with five kids, but... More of a soft stop, if you know what I mean. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, they're laying in bed, this tiny little bed, and they are like talking about George like he's a puppy and it's no only- one's going to adopt him no one's going to adopt him he's a good kid He's four years you know and Annie and Eric have talked about adopting after after Mary and then after Lucy and then you like, know so did they top <laughs> okay so they had Matt and then they had Lou- Mary and then they're like we should adopt and then they're like oh shit we're pregnant so then they had Lucy and they're like you know what we could adopt a kid oh shit we're pregnant. Like. That's yeah. problematic right there. Yeah. That's. <laughs> yeah. So, and they have two more kids. Spoiler alert. <sighs> okay, I didn't know we were giving spoiler <laughs> alerts, but. Yeah. So they're just talking, and then they just decide in that moment okay, we're going to talk to the kids, but we're going to adopt George. Like, you don't talk to George about it. You don't talk to the orphanage. You don't find out about this isn't trauma a puppy in a need. box on the side of the road. Yeah. Although they do say he probably has a lot of problems. Yeah, he's going to need a lot of support. <laughs> and then the bedtime interrogation. So, <laughs> what was your face? I don't know. The one in Colonel and Ruth's room? Yeah, yeah. Colonel and Ruth have this sassy, like, uh, innuendo tease. Like, you still look as good as the day I married you 43 years ago. In the Korean yeah. War. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then they're just playing cards. But... (laughs) Deal me in, Colonel. Yeah. Yeah. George walks in and he's like, deal me in. And so they're sitting there all on the bed with this orphan who's in the same clothes. And he came five hours earlier. But... So they're playing cards. And Ruth says, did you bring your wallet? Go get your wallet. He's an orphan. He's 10. Yeah. He's poor. He... He ran away. He doesn't have a home. There's no, no less a wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So then I just wrote, George is a con artist with an exclamation. Oh, yeah. So they totally, like, portrayed George as this, you know, like, these other homes hasn't worked out. So, you know, he found where Eric is and had this whole thing and wasn't like, expecting him to have. So, yeah. Like, so his... George's version of him. Him running away and hiding in the church is that he's going to coerce the Camdens into adopting him. Right. And this is going to be, this is his f- ticket to freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Woof, woof. yeah. Like, Or should I say beep, beep? <laughs> because he starts talking. <laughs> he convinces Ruthie. Oh, yeah. And Simon that he knows how to hotwire a car. So they all go into this car. So there's a whole sub side story where Simon has entered a contest to win a Dodge Viper. Like, it's the, why... Why did this sub story even exist? So what I know is that in the late '90s, Dodge Vipers were like the. Don't like, I drive a Dodge? No, a GMC. Yes. Not a. I knew I didn't drive a Viper. Yeah, a GMC. Yeah, I just got a new car. They compete. Dodge and GMC compete with each other. Oh, so, yeah, your car, new car, is real nice. Thanks. Um, yeah, like our our annoying neighbor at the cottage who had a ton of money I drove a Dodge Viper and he would rip up and down the street in it. It was blue. I hate... He had a little wiener, oh, though. I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate loud cars for the sake of loud cars. Like when we were walking the dogs, like a little Jetta. Yeah, it was like... Drove... <laughs> yeah, they like put something on the muffler. Yeah. don't some... take it off. Or took something off. <laughs> yeah. Just... And I was like, that sounds like you need a mechanic to me. That sounds like that's not operating to its full potential. I know. I thought it was funny because about two minutes before that, um, we almost got run over by a Cadillac SUV that was electric that I didn't even hear. We didn't actually almost get run over. Oh, but I was like, like, I did not know this. When we remember the girl, the, there was like a woman out in the intersection, and I asked if you knew yeah. her because she was staring at us. I feel like she was just laughing at John in his wagon, like yeah, chuckling, no, okay. not laughing at Excuse him. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> like <laughs> we in a an endearing dog, way. He he's okay. John is missing a front leg, and he's twelve almost, and he can't go very far anymore. But he wants to. He doesn't want to miss out, and so we got him used to riding in this little chariot, like. Is that what they're called? Chariots for kids, like that you see all these fancy adults pushing, yeah. but it's one for a dog. Yeah, and the amount of joy he brings to people's lives, like when we're driving, people slow <laughs> down, they're like smiling, they wave at him. So that's what this woman was doing, and then, but she was doing it so much that I was like, "Does she know you? Right. I don't know her. No, I didn't know." Her. But anyways, there, yeah, there was an electric SUV, Cadillac SUV, right behind her in the intersection, and it was. Silent. It wasn't even like it was running, and I was Ooh. like, oh, "Jesus!" And then that little jetta was like, bar, 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 going down the street, and I was <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" I did used to work with a woman who, um, was almost completely blind, mm-hmm. and she said she like hated electric cars or hybrids were really big then because you can't hear them. Yeah, and so it's like that. That was one of the things they used to determine safe, right? Because if you could hear navigating roads, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thing to have to learn. Yeah. You know, unlearn. And also, when I worked with her, um, excuse me, 1 800 number. This is TELUS, and I don't believe them that it's TELUS. So when I call, they called me and I said that I wasn't available. Then the next time that they called me, I said, Husband, you should answer it right on the <laughs> phone. She was like, Oh, it's TELUS. Da, 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 da. We just want to make sure that you're getting the most out of what we have, can offer you. And I was like, well, she's like, is this a good time? And I was like, nope. So then she had a little eyelash. Oh, you gotta make a wish. So then she was like, oh, when's a good time to call back? And so I said the next day, but earlier. And she called me back the next day, but later. And now this is even later. Yeah. And I still think it's a scam. No, it would say tell us. This is what I'm saying. It would say tell us. Ugh. Um I just think this Viper storyline drives me crazy. I can tell you're all worked up about it. He, like, entered a contest. And so, like, every few scenes, someone makes a comment about how he's going to win the he's Viper, gonna win Viper. He's not going to win the Viper. He's lucky. Yeah. He always wins stuff. He's yeah. going to win everything. So then that's when George is like, you probably don't even know how to hot wheel, hot wire a car. And so then they go out to the car and there's one. Ruthie's like, are these something? Is this are these things I'm supposed to know? Like, are you supposed to be teaching me these things, Simon? Yeah. Like we're all getting a sense that like maybe George wouldn't be the best influence. Yeah. On these Camden kids. So they end up in the garage. 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 That's It's my Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> okay, babra. Head out to the garage. Yeah. Garage. I just say garage. Veranda. How garage. do you say it? Garage. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and for a family meeting, so George's orphan George is by himself eating breakfast in the kitchen and all the kids when like all the Camdens go into the garage to talk to no, to talk, to, hi, no, <laughs> to talk about meeting. to have a family meeting. Should I play this audio? Is this too many audios? No.
0: Okay. <laughs> I was like, what did you think? <laughs>
1: So, what's up? Well, uh, we're thinking that maybe George shouldn't go back to the orphanage.
0: Like, ever.
1: Excuse me? What want to adopt him?
0: Well, that's, that's what we wanted to talk to you guys about. Your
1: dad and I want to adopt him. He needs no. help. His chances of finding one are not as good as
0: science are when hard.
1: Not amusing, Dad. Do you really think I'll get enough quality time here? to
0: be afford
1: it? It's a lot to take on. Let me just do the rest of us the thinking. This is a seriously ungreat idea. Wow. Maybe, uh, we were
0: sort of hoping you'd be a little more enthusiastic. Yes. Yeah,
1: but at this point, we'll take uh, vaguely interested. I'm
0: vaguely interested.
1: Oh, like, like you can't just adopt a stray child. No, you and like, ah, just the whole thing makes me, yeah, so annoyed. And and like, what's the plan? You guys are just going to all agree and then you're going to phone the orphanage and be like, "Okay, we'll keep him." Yeah. How much does he cost? Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like that's how I got my dog. (laughs) I went to the pet expo and she was just laying there. Yeah. And I was like, I'll take this one. And they were like, "Okay, here you go. Here you go. Signed off a piece of paper and that was it. Um, When we adopted Johnny, the three-legged dog, he was pet of the week. And so he was a quarter off the adoption price. But he's missing a leg. Yeah. That's funny. I know. <laughs> he should have been a quarter off the whole time. Yeah. So the Camden kids are more responsible and thoughtful than Eric and Annie. And they are just like, absolutely not. We cannot adopt this kid. Yeah. Like... Lucy, obviously, concerned about her quality time and his quality time. Um, You know, the ever-parentified yeah. p- Matt. He's yeah. got his own concerns. I just... The whole thing is so weird. Like It's so weird. Keep... <gasps> I just unlocked a core memory <gasps> oh. that's so embarrassing. <laughs> so... Did you try to adopt a sibling? <laughs> <laughs> no. But I used to tell people that I had a sister... Not Danica. Not my sister Danika. <laughs> but we did that like UNICEF, like sponsor a child. And so we would get these like pictures uh-huh. of this girl. Yeah. The, yeah. And I used to tell people that I had a sister in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so embarrassed thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, don't. And we had her this. picture on. I know. Talk about, like, white savior. We had her picture on the fridge, and I'd always, like, reference to her, like, with people over. Like, oh, my sister. Yeah. (laughs) She's in Africa. Like, I think in my mind she was going to come eventually. Yeah. But, like, I think now knowing what I know, that same photo probably got sent to 1,300 other homes. Yeah, for the price of a coffee. Yeah, for less than a coffee a day. (laughs) Oh, I was like, to her. I, for, I was like, who was the singer? Sarah McLachlan. Yes. In the arms. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man. I just have to put. I uh, look what I wrote here in all caps. Eric left the cupboard open. That's me. I know. Just in a random scene. I don't even know what was happening because the only thing I could focus on was that Eric opened the cupboard, got a glass, and left the cupboard open. And ladies and gentlemen, folks <laughs> of all identities, let me tell you. Carling does it all the time. Oh, my God. You and Olivia will just walk into the kitchen and you'll open a cupboard, get out a glass, leave the cupboard open, go to another cupboard, open it, take something else out, leave that one open. And I'll walk in and just be like, what happened? Because you'll do what you need to do and then exit without ever closing a single cupboard. And then we went to your mom and she does it. Yeah, it's, it's in my jeans. It's so (laughs) funny. I, like, I don't even, I think when I open a cupboard, I, like, open it with my right hand, take what I need out with my left, and then I close it with my right hand. Thanks. Uh, Like, I'm just saying, (laughs) like, I don't, I don't know how you, like, open it, take your hand off, get what you need, and then just... Maybe I just do everything with my right hand. <laughs> I guess now's the time we say you've only got one hand. Yeah, rude. Yeah. Ablest of me, sorry. Yeah. Anywho, just a little funny. So then, but then there's another. This is. Are there this many sub storylines in every episode and it's just irritating me? Just today, yes. Because. <laughs> Matt and Mary have this conversation about, you know, it actually maybe is Oh, a good, I forgot about that, this. I didn't even yeah, write anything down about it. Maybe it's a good idea if they adopt him because then there's less focus on us. And, you know, we can get away with so much more. And then Matt's like, like going for a drive. And then he takes Mary to go driving. She's she, fourteen. She doesn't even have a learner's and he she says that to him and then he's like, It's fine. Mom and Dad won't even notice. They're too uh, occupied with, with George the Orphan. George the orphan. And then they, she ends up knocking over somebody's mailbox and scuffing up the one side of the van. Like, it's a big scuff. Yeah, it's more than. yeah, it's a, it's damage. And I think it's funny how, and this is a very, like, parent thing, that now that I am a parent, and maybe you realize this now that you live with children, kids, like, think that they're getting away with something. Mm. But then... Like I, don't, some, like, I don't bring it up right away sometimes. Yeah. Or I'll, like, I'll wait and then I'll just say And So that's what Eric does, is he, like, waits and waits and waits. And then at the very end of the whole episode, he says something like, well, we got to talk about that mark on the van, right, Mary and Matt? And going to fix the neighbor's mailbox. Mailbox. Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm trying to think what happens next cuz all these goddamn side stories. Well, okay, so they mention to the grandparents that they want to adopt George. Oh Eric yeah. And, and Annie. they're like this is not a good idea. You cannot adopt you him. You can't adopt him. And what's the reason why they can't adopt him? 7 is too many. 7 is enough. And they want to adopt him. Right. <laughs> right. That is the correct <laughs> answer. <laughs> You, like, handed it to me on a silver platter and I dropped it. I was like, uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. Is that when we know? I thought they were just saying, I thought that first scene is when they were like, oh, you can't, seven is enough, you've got enough on your plate. And then... Yeah, and then I guess it's shortly afterwards, for whatever reason. so the colonel thinks that... George, the orphan, has what it takes to, like, be in the Marines, and he's tougher. He's not going to be an alcoholic or a pastor. No. No, sir. Like, basically, he's going to do a redo and raise George. Like, this man is 87 years old, it looks like. Yeah. But they go to the adoption to the orphanage. He's lit a cigar in the office. (laughs) And they are just... Because it's cool to smoke inside with your kids back then. It's okay. Yeah. And so the lady at the orphanage is like, you know, this is great. We often like older parents for older children. You know, you've got the time now. And, you know, George could really use the structure. Like, what, what about background check, criminal record check, finances? Yeah. Like, like is he suffering from, like, PTSD from the... Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's the it. right acronym. From the Korean, from the Korean War? Yeah. And, like, like I just think maybe you need to look at his current children and how they have lived out their lives. Yeah. Anyways, so there's, so I guess that's where in the Apple blurb it's mentioning that there might be, like, a rift. Yes, because Eric wants to adopt George, but the colonel thinks it's a bad idea because the colonel wants to adopt George. Yeah. And Eric saying like, "You messed us up, you know. Yeah. You're gonna mess this get up yeah. too." So the whole episode, they are back at the front entryway. Yeah, the foyer, foyer. I think Americans say foyer. We say foyer. Okay. Um, we're kind of where the episode started. Yes. And the taxi's out front. Burr, burr, you know, you gotta hurry up. Where they're leaving to fly home, and. Everyone's sad. Well, George is sad that they're leaving because he wanted to go with them. And the doorbell rings. And this man walks in with a set of keys. Yeah, I'm here for a Simon Camden who won a Viper. And he like, I like, shut up. I know. Like, although in 1997, I entered a newspaper contest with the Calgary Sun. And but I had to enter under my dad's name. Rookie moves, Simon. Yeah, and we won a trip to California to be on the tool time audience of Home Improvement. Yeah, so you could see your future husband in real life. JTT. So it does happen. It but, does happen. Like, but you need to put down the person that's over the age of twenty-one. Yeah, in the because yeah, the guy's like, you're not, you can't win this. Yeah, you're not old enough. I'm like, where are? Where's the paperwork? Where's the per-? like? It's just some fancy man. With keys to a viper. It's very like, what was that home lottery where they would knock on your door? Oh, yeah. Publisher's Clearinghouse? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it, at least had balloons. <laughs> <Yeah>, that is true. <laughs> and then in the same moment, Eric is like, you know, we got this for you. And he produces an envelope. Envelope or envelope? Now envelope. I'm very like. It has to be an envelope. No, it's an envelope. Okay. Well, he produces this envelope, a dossier. <laughs> So, like, how how did Eric then go to the orphanage and say, no, my dad can take George, and then did he, like, sign off for him? Like, you didn't own him in the first place. No, he just, they hand a file, they're like, here's George's adoption papers. Yeah, like, if this was... 2023 and George was a dog, they would have scanned his uh ch- his microchip <laughs> and then just put rendered in the next name. Yeah. Like <laughs> But you would have at least they would have had to see if there was like a fenced yard and you know what yeah. your intentions are. Okay, but look at how they got happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very problematic. Okay, so the very last scene is They're going to let Simon take a rip in this Viper. Eric's going to drive him around the block in this fancy car. And I can't remember how it gets mentioned, but Simon says, well, George is your brother now, right, Dad? And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. I'm upset about the fact that Annie was like, "Ooh, can I take it for a ride?" That thing's got a lot of horsepower cuz like Annie knows how to fix cars because Annie's the like fix-it person. Yeah, she knows how, probably knows how to probably how a hotwire a car. Yeah. <laughs> and then Matt, no, Eric right. takes the keys. Yeah. And, and is can. like, "I'm going to take him." Like let her drive the car. Everyone everyone with a driver's license should get to drive around the block in this damn car. I mean, yeah. if the sports car would be probably really fun to drive. Yeah, riding through the streets of Glen Oak. Yeah. So George, in his dirty clothes, with what he came with, with his dirty face, he doesn't even have a suitcase. He has nothing. He just walks out. Like, are they just going to go to the airport and be like, "This is this is our son now." Like, can we have a plane ticket for this child? First name George, last name the orphan. <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you even get him on an airplane? I know. Yeah, this is very problematic, but. I just wrote literally George's clothes and then the next line was the viper with the eye roll emoji. How come your notes go from bottom to top? Because when I click, it's like a little to do list. So as we talk about them, I check them off. It's fun. Yeah, it's all right. It's a good time. Mm -hmm. So the whole, like, it was so funny because it was so, they made a lot of, uh... they gave a lot of room for forgiving real life. Like I imagine, even in 1997, that's not how adoptions work. No, that's not how orphans work. It's not how winning a car works. That's not how winning a car works. But yeah, are they yeah they forgave a like yeah yeah I don't know. I guess yeah, like even TV shows today, it's not like if there if there's going to be a show about adoption, there's like this. Well, unless you're. The Browns, then they go to court. They have a situation, but have you like? Would you ever consider adopting? No, because you're heartless. Yeah, (laughs) like (laughs) I sorry adopting a human. I should. (laughs) I was like my child that I've adopted is laying right here. (laughs) Daughter, she's so stinky. Hi, she can't hear me. No, she's fourteen and deaf. She's fine. Love Um, our lives, like. No, but I would, like, take in, like, a niece or a nephew or both if, like, I needed to. Uh, both Bobby and Nora, and you're yeah. like, I am only, only going to take, take one of you, <laughs> so you talk about it, and let me know by morning. Good night. Yeah. I, like, my intention was to never have kids, and then for some reason one day, like, do you know that? It's like Wednesday's Child, Sunday's Child. On do you know what I'm talking about on the news? Oh yeah, and they like promote. It's it's <laughs> they like promote yeah. a kid who needs to be adopted. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking. And about. do they so still do that? They do. Okay, they do. And so <laughs> He's one like, day, it's like the kid of the week. Yeah, quarter off. I know. Maybe it's a discount. I don't know, but there was this 16 year old boy, and he was gay, and so his family didn't accept him. Well, doesn't he live here? I know. And so he loved social issues and cooking. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that is my son. Anyway, Lindy was not on board with it, my partner (laughs) at the time. She was like, because I said something like, oh, then we have like a built-in cat sitter when we go on holidays. That's not (laughs) I No, I wasn't. This is why I'm not a parent. Because she was like, I think if he's our son, he comes with us. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, duh. I just thought, like, we just, like, put him through college. Yeah, He's a smart kid. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, like, like, I'm happy with my two children. And I would take in one of my, like, I would take in a child if need be. Right. But, yeah, only a relative. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I don't really know anybody else with kids who, like, wouldn't have a a relative of their own to send their kids to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. All right. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) No, great. I love that. But, like, we're going to adopt a dog one day. Oh, God. Not anytime soon. No, but But we're always going to have a dog. Yeah. Yeah, like I think in 5 years we might have a puppy. Yeah. Oh, you know what I would love though is to be like a whelping foster home. I would have to keep all the puppies, so this is the problem. This, like we would have to we'd have to arrange it ahead of time that like when we're out of the house, they come in and take the puppies, so like we don't know <laughs> and because, we're not there. yeah. Because otherwise we would end up with all of them. Yeah, like Happy's puppies. There is a scene in this episode oh. where Ruthie's holding the puppy, and it's now like eight weeks old. Yeah, and oh man, is it cute? Yeah, it's, it's a border collie po- <laughs> <poly> puppy. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I know. Did we even see Happy in that episode? I think she was just like in the side when she grabbed the puppy. Oh yeah, Happy she's like on leave. Oh, and she was sitting in the garage, I think, with them during the family meeting. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She's part of the family. She's part of the family. Not the puppies, though. They're getting adopted out. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we ever see George again or the colonel or... We do. Oh. We, I looked ahead. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What do we have coming up next week? Okay. Next week is episode 15. It's called Happy's Valentine. Oh, play on words. Okay. Um, when mom and dad go camping, the kids throw a party and quickly lose control. So I'm interested to see what... Like, what do the Camden Camden's losing control look like? Yeah, I don't know. So there's an episode... Oh, episode 19 is called It's All About George. So I'm going to guess <gasps> that's George the Orphan. <laughs> well, click it. What is the synopsis? This is episode 19? Yeah. Eric's parents come back to visit and almost lose their newly adopted son, George. Because <laughs> he's a runaway. Yeah, I what know. Is the, what's the last episode of this Um, season. Well, it's a part one and a part two. Dangerous liaisons, which I think is also a movie in the nineties. Yeah. And do you want me to spoiler alert it or? No, I don't think so. Okay, because yeah, something, something important happens in these next few episodes that will be spoiled if I read that. Okay, well, don't do it then. I'm not going to. Um, Two things, actually. Oh, everyone, thanks so much for listening. Yeah. It's wild that people listen to us. Yeah. We're really excited about it. And are you checking your work email right now? No, I just opened my regular email and hmm. deleted everything that I don't unsubscribe to. I just delete. Yeah. I, <laughs> I get in I would do that. <laughs> Please don't forget to subscribe to our show. Follow us on TikTok, okay. TikTok and Instagram and send us a message. I don't know. Yeah. Keep in touch. All right. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Your mouse is so much more sensitive than mine. That's what she said.
0: (laughs) Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app.
1: Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a lighthearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap.